Good evening. Can you use a slotted spoon on Shabbos? So let's say you're, you want to serve a salad, you want to use one of those salad servers that has holes in it, and which is designed that you don't end up with a whole lot of dressing on your plate. The dressing falls through the holes and you get the vegetables on your plate. Um, so seemingly this, this is going to be a burr issue because not only are you separating the salad from the unwanted dressing, you're using a clear, using a vessel to do so. Um, so in and of itself, yes, that seems to be a, a problem. Um, but what about if we uh, employ one of the other techniques that we've talked about? Um, so we talked about that when, you, um, <clears throat> when you're doing burr, if you take some of the bad together with the good, um, so that's not burr. So how about if we do like this? How about if we, we're using the slotted spoon, and I don't want a lot of dressing on my plate, but I'll, I'll be okay with some dressing. So I'll use a slotted spoon, and I'll maneuver it in a way such that some of the dressing falls out, but then I get the salad with some of the dressing with it onto my plate. So I am using the slotted spoon to get some of the dressing to fall through the, fall through the holes, but some of the dressing I'm taking with me. The dressing is unwanted. I don't want, I don't want the liquid. That was there to just flavor the salad. Um, so I'm taking some of the wanted, which is the vegetables, with some of the unwanted, which is the liquid dressing. Would that be okay? So the Aruch HaShulchan says, unfortunately, it's not going to work over here. Yes, it normally does work, but it doesn't work over here. And the reason why it doesn't work over here is that you're actually doing a different malacha. You're not actually doing borer. Um, you're doing the, the malacha of merakeid, which is sifting. The Malach of Merak is very similar to Burr, um, but it's generally understood to be that if you're using a sifter, the Merak in the Mishkan was that you would take um, flour, and the flour would have some, let's say, some pebbles mixed in, you put in a sifter and you shake it, and the flour comes through, and you're left with, eventually, you'll be left with just the pebbles, and, and you've separated it. That's Merak, which is done specifically in this type of vessel where something has to fall through and something stays behind. That's Merak. So now let's think about it for a second. Um, would this idea of taking some of the bad and the good together, would that be okay in, with Merakid? So the thing about it, it doesn't make any sense. So I start out with a whole bunch of flour and pebbles in my sifter, and as I slowly shake it, more and more flour is going to come through, and eventually, after a while, I'll be left with just the pebbles and the flour will be separated. What happens if I want to take a break halfway through? So some of the flour has come through, some of the flour with the pebbles is still sitting in the sifter. Have I done anything wrong on Shabbos? Of course I have, right? I'm doing Merakid, I'm sifting. I haven't finished yet, but I'm doing Merakid. So says the Aruch HaShulchan, what about the fact that I've still got pebbles and flour in my, in my hands? So I'm supposedly taking flour and pebbles away from flour. I'm taking good and bad away from the, from, from the good that's falling through. So it, is that okay? Of course it's not okay, because that is the nature of Merake. The nature of Merake is it takes a while for it to happen, and just because you've taken some of the, just because you still have some flowers and pebbles together, it doesn't mean you haven't done the malacha. You certainly have done the malacha, and that's what's happening over here as well. With your slotted spoon, if you're going to lift up the slotted spoon and take some vegetables and some dressing with you and let some of the dressing fall through, so that's merakid. And even though you've got some of the dressing with you, that's like having some of the pebbles and the flour still in the sieve, still in the sifter, and it is not okay. So what can you do with a slotted spoon? Um, so some posts can say that what you can do is if you don't really care about where the dressing ends up um, and you just quickly serve some some salad on your plate, some dressing might end up on your plate, some might fall through, but you're really not, you're not caring, and you're doing it quickly enough that technically all the dressing doesn't have a chance to fall through, so then it's a dosh and miskaven. The dressing that does fall through, I'm not, I'm not, trying, to, I'm not trying to do that, um, <clears throat> and that would be okay. Uh, 
probably makes more sense to just use a regular spoon. <laughs> so you don't have to stop, you know, doing it quickly and making sure that some of it comes with and you're not being mechavan for the ones that fall through. It's just complicated to do that. So it makes more sense to just not use a slotted spoon when you're dealing with uh, solids and liquids together. That being said, a slotted spoon can be used. It's not mukta. If you want to use a slotted spoon, let's say, to serve dry roast potatoes. So there's no issue. There's no burr over there. There's nothing falling through. Um, you can use a slotted spoon, but you probably don't want to use it when there is liquid that some people might want to fall through because, again, that's going to be a miraculous issue. Have a good night.